Welcome back. This is STEM Fatal, your woman in science history podcast. I'm Dr. Emlyn Gremlin. And I'm Dr. Emma Dilemma. And uh, this week we're going to do our annual, well, annual is in our second time doing it, uh, trivia <laughs> of 24 women of STEMness. 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 Yeah, I always say it STEMness in my mm-hmm. head. I don't know why, like with an N. I gotcha. But it's not Chris Nass. <laughs> Chris Nasty or something. This is our non-denominational women in science holiday extravaganza. <laughs> yeah, we just, I mean, it is 24 days of, which is like a, a Christmas it thing, is, but right? Because we do bi-weekly episodes, we pretty much have 24 women that True. we cover. Yeah, it actually worked year, out so. pretty well. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Come one, come all, and join us for this festive trivia event. Ho, 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 and happy holidays. <laughs> Do you remember your From- women? Yeah. So um, I think, well, how we did it last year is everyone can play along at home, Yes, right? yeah. So I'll add in some mu- yeah. some time so people can guess, and then we'll say the answer. It'll all be done in yeah. post. And hopefully one day, like, these could end up in some kind of pub trivia game or Ooh, something. Ooh, that know? would be fun. That would be fun. Yes, you can also drink I while bet. you play this game. It's not required, but it's not not required. Mm-hmm. You know, I play trivia every Thursday, and I bet if a single one of these questions were in the trivia, ooh, ooh. like, no one would get yeah, it. Nice. You would get it. <laughs> Which is so sad. I know. Yeah, I don't know why I, I said nice. Like, nice. No nice. one knows it. <laughs> no one knows these women. <laughs> you would know it. You would You would get a good score. Yeah, though I am not good at trivia, and I can't remember names ever. Yeah, that is a and... big problem. <laughs> or titles of songs, or bands, or years, or anything. <laughs> so I'm not good at trivia. So I'm usually just there for moral support and... Maybe there's a women in science or um, spider question that comes up, and I'm there for that, which never happens. Neither one. Anyway. Well, uh, before we start, I just wanted to say that we still have about 20 more sets of stickers. If people are interested in buying them, Mm -hmm. they're of our historical women in science. All the art's done by Caitlin Friesen. So if you want them for Christmas or Hanukkah or before the new year should order them soon before they're sold out or the holidays come and go so yeah they're awesome i just got some from you and they look great yeah they're really they're really high quality they're like i put them on my computer i I put them them on my notebook i'm like i got women everywhere i got binders full of women (laughs) yeah oh god (laughs) no see i know my trivia brain knows that was Mitt romney Mm. You're already, I'm already ready. For you're already this. primed like for the trivia. Yeah. Well, who do you want to start, uh, or should I start? I can start because I have an easy one. Okay. Oh, and also we're it's we're doing a little um when we post this on Twitter 
we'll post a list of the women that we've talked about this year. So if you want a little cheat sheet mm-hmm. to make it easier, if you're also bad at remembering names like we are, then you can play and it's a little easier. <laughs> yeah, we're bad at even remembering the names of the women we've talked about for like 40 minutes. Yeah, I mean, I forgot my husband's <laughs> That's name. That's how bad my memory multiple is. Multiple times. Yeah. So... <laughs> And if you want a real challenge, you can also listen to last year's episode. Oh, yeah. I might, I might do that to see if I remember. Oh, yeah. I think I do, but. <laughs> Good little quiz. All right. Should we get Let's started? Let's do it. I'm excited. I'm pumped. So I have an easy one, like I said, and it's easy because we just talked about this lady like twice last week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You don't even need to give me any more qu- clues, but for other people, you might, yeah. you might want to. Well, the question has her name. Okay. So here it is, Emma. Okay. You yes. ready? Ready, ready, ready. So Beatrix Potter determined that fungi grow in two different ways. Can you name those or describe the two different ways? One. Sorry, they reproduce. <laughs> One is through spores. That are released yes. and go all over. The other one is under the ground where they spread out and form like fairy rings or they grow asexually. Yeah, exactly. Ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. You fungi, got it. Fungi, fungi. <laughs> fungi. So fun. Okay, I thought that was a nice uh, starter because yes. we literally talked about her so much. <laughs> we did. We did. Okay. Uh-huh. All right, Emma. Mm-hmm. Whose work? Mapping the ocean floor provided critical evidence for the theory of plate tectonics and continental drift. I know this one. It's Marie Tharp. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Good job. And we got a really, I love the sticker of her. Yeah, it's so good. She looks looks so cool. She looks. I mean, she looks like she should be smoking a cigarette. Like, she's just so pensive. Yeah. You're like, look at the world I've discovered underneath the sea. (laughs) Uh, All right, all right. Question number three. Which of the following technologies requires frequency hopping spread spectrum to transmit radio signals? Um, A, Christmas lights. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it might be more it might be more than okay, one, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay, A Christmas lights, <laughs> B Bluetooth and C Wi-Fi. Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh yeah, do yeah. you remember which who was the actress that designed a way for the U.S. Army to use this technology in World War II? Hedy Lamar! Yeah! Woo-woo-woo! Got got it! Boom, 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 boom. boom. (laughs) Yes, Christmas lights do not need frequency hopping spread spectrum. What if they're Bluetooth Christmas lights? Oh, you know what? I bet those exist (laughs) now with the Alexa. Uh (laughs) People have the switch... Well... I feel like it's like an outlet thing you plug mm-hmm. in and then you plug in, yeah, the lights themselves, but maybe one day we'll have Bluetooth Christmas lights. 
we might already. Oh my gosh, I'm like, actually, we probably do. I have think we that probably now. do. I didn't even think of that. That's okay. <laughs> That's so stupid. Oh, how yeah. could you? All right, number four. Okay. I don't know why I'm Mm-mm. so hyper. Because this is fun. <laughs> yes, it is fun. It okay. is fun. <laughs> I like yell at you that this is fun. <laughs> okay, okay. Number four. Okay. I'm ready. So what volcanologist said this? When you're camped on the rim of a volcano, you can hear all these noises all around you, like you're in the bowels of the earth. And compared to this, you are nothing. This is very nice to feel. That's terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I remember, like, thinking that lava... Sort like mac and cheese can kind of be like lava, uh-huh. and you know what's my favorite mac and cheese? Craft. So what? Are, what are the ways mac to cheese. remember? Uh, Katya Craft. I didn't remember her first mm-hmm. name, but using your list, I do remember it. Do you remember how long that she slept on the rim of the crater? <gasps> oh, was it six months? No, it was two weeks. Oh, but still oh, long, two weeks. Too long. Yeah, still too long. I mean, volcanoes are extremely dangerous. Not to be with. Yeah. Great. I love them so I much. I still need to watch those, um, that Netflix documentary yeah. that you talked about. It's been on my list for a while now. Yeah, there's a BBC one on YouTube that's also just them in these like crazy hats. And it's mm-hmm. it looks yes. insane. Because it is they insane. They are insane yeah. somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number five, staying alive. I wonder if I made that joke last year. Probably. I cut and paste from your memory to this time. Yeah. All right. I forgot we did um, that. Gr- okay. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll get on the bandwagon. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. No. Uh, okay. Gertrude Bell Ellion won a Nobel Prize for her research that led to a development of a wide variety of drugs that do things like suppress the immune system and treat leukemia, herpes, gout, malaria, and eventually uh, led to a drug that treats HIV. And she specifically studied and manipulated one class of molecules to create some of these drugs. And do you remember what those molecules were called, the ones she specialized in? Retroviruses? Mm, I mean, <laughs> I mean, not to create the drugs. Um, remember, we talked a lot about DNA ursh, and like, uh, like things that would stop the replication of DNA. Oh, oh no! She's a queen. It rhymes with queen. It rhymes with queen. Uh huh. Someone else also studied these. Jane Cook, right? DNA. Think DNA. There's the pyramidines and... Oh, purines. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a hard one. No, that was good. That was good. It made me think. Yeah. Our episode is titled The Purine Queen, so I was like, maybe... Maybe I'll remember that. 
Yeah, but that's kind of hard. So don't worry no, about it. I love it. I can't, you can't Retro get them all right. was not a bad guess. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sweet. I'm known for that. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Six. Get in the mix. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. good. We did not use that no, last no. year. No. All right. Who was the pioneer of modern nursing as well as graphical representation of statistics? And what was, and what type of pet did she have? Florence Nightingale and her pet was Athena. Though I always want to say Hedwig because it's like Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. There's an owl named Hedwig. It's not that. It's Athena, like the goddess. Love it. Good job. Killing it. Thanks. (laughs) Come answer (laughs) question seven, my brethren. (laughs) It's very inclusive. That's how you use that word. (laughs) Okay. So, okay, this one's probably hard, but I'll give you a hint. Oh, no. Okay, Annie Easley was a famous NASA computer and scientist and mathematician that contributed to a bunch of projects at NASA, including the first Centaur rocket stage, which was used to propel rockets into space. But what career did she want to pursue before becoming a computer at NASA? And to give you a hint, she became interested in this career because she used to visit drugstores a lot as a kid to get candy. Did she want to be a pharmacist? Yeah. The candy will get you in. Yeah, the candy. They reel in all their future pharmacists. Candy's like a drug, so she was like, drugs, interesting. I will dispense drugs to people. (laughs) Just like they dispense candy drugs to me. To me. (laughs) Yes. She even studied pharmacy in college. And then like, I remember I looked through my notes and then she couldn't get into pharmacy school after she moved because there wasn't one. So she saw an ad for NASA computers and then just basically changed careers. Yeah. Nice. All righty. Eight. We're feeling great. Hell yeah. All right. Now, Mary the Jewess has been said to be one of the first chemists. She was an alchemist. Mm -hmm. And what was one of the things that she invented during her time? Hmm. A double boiler. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I almost forgot. Exactly. Called the, like, Bon Marie or something. Mm Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Which is pretty She crazy. also created a, distilla- a distillation apparatus, right. so you can thank her for both um, nice chocolates and your whiskey. Two things I like. You know what I had the mm-hmm. other day? Uh, what? A nice chocolate filled with like a whiskey mm. ganache. Chocolate ganache was really good. Nice. A bourbon chocolate ganache. Ooh. It was great. <laughs> that sounds great. So thank you, Mary the Jewess. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Mary the Jewess. For that delicious concoction. All right. Number nine, feeling divine. <laughs> Couldn't think of another Excellent. one. <laughs> okay. 
hopefully this one you can get. So Vera Rubin did or did not win a Nobel Prize for her amazing work showing evidence of dark matter at the edge of spiral galaxies. She did not. She didn't, and it's an outrage. (laughs) It is an outrage. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But she did win a Presidential Medal of Freedom, something called a Bruce Medal, which I've never heard of, but hopefully it's good. And a Bruce Lee. (laughs) Yeah. And a gold medal of the Royal Astronomical Society. So she was at least recognized in her time, but... Mm -hmm. mm, the Nobels just never go to the right people. I know. I, know. I know. Or they always get awarded for the thing after people are dead. Yeah. They're always it like, seems we like should have. Which is easy mm. to say once they're dead, you know? Yeah. Oh, if we could give it to them now, we would to like a hundred different people. Yeah. You can just say yeah. that about everybody. Yep. Ten. Everybody gets in. Yeah. Mm, nice. What seminal work of Rachel Carson's is credited with helping launch the environmental movement of the 60s? Um, The Silent Spring. Yes. Yay, nice. And what, like, what was the main thing that people probably know or should know about Silent Spring. Well, I think she exposed the, or like she discussed how DDT, like the pesticide, was mm-hmm. basically being absorbed into different organisms and then killing a bunch of like birds and other animals, from what I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you got it. Like DDT was getting accumulated up the food web yeah. and so lots of organisms were dying and also had human health implications yeah like it was one of i feel like it was one of the first times someone was like hey pesticides influence the whole ecosystem not just mm-hmm. the organism we want to kill you know yeah exactly which even still we have to be like hello it's <laughs> still happening hey, people <laughs> Like, oh, if if this pesticide kills a cricket, it probably kills a lot of other insects. (laughs) Good job. You did did well. You have made me proud. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Number 11. It's not number seven and uh, getting closer to heaven because it's just been longer since. So we're closer to death because it's been a few minutes. All right. Um, How old or about how old? was Inez Mexia when she began her career in botany. And then part two was, and approximately how many plants did she collect during her 13 active years as a botanist? At least 50? Yeah, good. Like 150? Or something? 150... Species? 150,000. <laughs> oh. <laughs> low, I low-balled. Wait, specimens or species? 
Specimens. Oh, just specimens. Yeah, sorry. Okay. sorry. I mean, not just specimens, but... Okay. Yeah, I said how many plants, so that wasn't clear. Ah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> I, re- I really lowballed it there. species. That would be a lot, so... That would be insane. <laughs> I mean, it's already insane. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Not species. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, she was 51 when she began her career in botany, and she collected... Um, almost 150,000 specimens over the course of her 13 active years, which is a lot for that amount of time. It's so crazy. Yeah. Is it bad that I also just like, I can't not think about her stabbing that lady. <laughs> I should have ever even discussed it, but look, some of these people are complex characters and I don't want to leave they're anything out. They're all very out. complex. Re- they're real humans yeah. with real human emotions. And they have weird lives just like the rest of us. Things aren't all on the straight and narrow, you know? These are people no. with complicated stories. <laughs> it was a gentle stabbing. It was like a gentle, playful stabbing, so it's fine. Uh, I just... It sticks in my head. Yeah. You know what? Sticks in my head. We're telling, That's not a gentle stabbing. We're telling her story. We're not calling her a hero. We're just describing. <laughs> I mean, she is a hero in some ways. I don't think that was a heroic moment. No. but She's uh, what are those? Um, she's an anti-hero or something. No. I don't know if she's an anti-hero. Right, right. She's, I thought, she's just a, a human doing the best so she we, can. So we can't make a Breaking Bad type series about her life. <laughs> I mean, we could. Uh, I think that would be actually badass. <laughs> she did some pretty crazy She probably things. could make some drugs out of some of those plants. Yeah, she like, I mean, she freaking paddled up the Amazon River or something crazy. Know. You know? Yeah. Whatever. I would not mess with Inez. No, 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 no. Number 12, having a hell of a good time. Mm, yes. Marjorie Stoneham Douglas helped create the Everglades National Park. Mm -hmm. And while doing so, she also wrote a play about what (gasps) and who attended it. A play? I don't remember this at all. Okay, I'll say, I'm just going to guess because I don't remember. She wrote... Okay, I can give you a clue. Okay, wait. Yeah, give me a clue. He's Italian. Jesus. Oh, it was, okay, it was attended by a mafia guy, right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's attended by somebody's henchman. Don Corleone? It was Al Capone. Al Capone. And she wrote a play about Al Capone. Oh, she wrote a play about him. That's right. Okay, I remember now. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just, you know, while trying to save the Everglades. Yeah. That's you gotta so have random. a diverse set of interests. <laughs> uh, some of these ladies really do have a lot of hobbies while I know. having very busy careers. You know. Meanwhile, yeah. I play Candy Crush on my phone for like an hour a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to be in my biography. <laughs> maybe it will be. Who know. knows? Maybe you'll do a top score. <laughs> Are there scores in Candy Crush? There are. You know, we don't need to discuss it any further. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not proud. Okay. Okay. I'm not proud. We can move on. Yeah. You're also a complex character. Thanks. You know, we can't expect 
Yeah. Only heroic things. Nobody's perfect. All right. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Hi, I'm Kelsey. And I'm Alexa. And have you always been curious if Winona Ryder is actually crazy? Are you dying to learn how to stay out of a cult? Then you should definitely check out the Psyched Podcast. The podcast where two psychotherapists analyze real and fictional figures from pop culture and tell you all about the obscure psychological phenomenon that your Psych 101 class didn't have time to tell you about. So grab your cocktail and head over to thepsychedpodcast.com and check us out. And don't forget to go to therapy and get your shit together. Bye. Okay. Number oh, 13? Yeah. 13. Yes. Hey, 13 ain't thirsty. Am I right? It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. Rhymes or whatever you want to call them. Whatever. All right. So number Great. 13, Alice Augusta Ball came up with a more effective and less painful way to treat what disease? Leprosy. And do you remember the name? Um, I didn't remember this, so if you don't, that's okay. But do you remember the name of the oil or the plant that she researched? To that was like injected into people. The something nut. <laughs> it's called the Chow Mugra oil. I don't remember this, but I thought maybe I don't know. <laughs> Was it from a nut? Why do I have a? Mm. Why do I think it's related to a nut? Maybe from D and D. We use this. maybe it's from our D and D campaign. Yeah, we won't talk about that here. Yeah, that's on a need to know basis. Uh. Aside from her work determining the structure of DNA as a double Ooh. helix, oh yeah, what else okay. did Rosalind Franklin study? Just oh, name shoot. one thing. She had two very know. Uh, strong other careers know. on different subjects. I know she had something with like protein crystallography, right? Like towards the end of her career. Yeah, she was doing crystallography of like RNA viruses. Right, that's it. Shoot, not proteins. Ay, ay, ay. Um, uh, yeah, 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 I can't remember. Man. And the other thing she worked on was on coal for her PhD. Right. She worked yes. on the porosity of coal yep. and also was one of the like initial s- studiers of high strength carbon fibers, which are right. important for a huge number of things. That's now. awesome. Yeah. Okay, wait. Speaking of carbon. Tell me. My next question. The next question, which is... Oh. I'm just going to go right in. Is that cool? Yeah, I forgot to do the number, too. Uh, what are we on? 15, 15 I think. Yeah. 14, I forgot teen about it. <laughs> and you thought 13 thirsty was bad. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is bad. Okay. Uh, 15, you know, 15. Yeah. So, who, so speaking of carbon, as we were. Yes. As we should always be. Um, who is the queen of carbon science? Oh! 
Oh, wait, wait. I've got my little cheat sheet. I got my little cheat sheet. She worked on graphite and contributed to the discovery of fullerenes or buckyballs. Yes, the buckyballs. Was it Mildred Dresselhaus? Yes, you got it. Yay! Yay! It's awesome. I wasn't sure about that one. Yeah, our cute little... She's got a cute little smile in all her pictures. She, like, she's yeah. adorable. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Now I'm remembering. Yeah. Right. Sometimes when you call people cute, it's disparaging. But she's like a lot of her pictures are older and she's like very small next yeah, to Obama. Yeah. She's got like a pink little red nose. And like a big and smile. She looks, she looks very wonderful. Yeah. Yes. She's now also like a genius. Like. So I'm not trying to yeah. say being cute. You can be cute and you can be really smart and genius at the same yeah, time. Yeah, she will. She would wipe the floor with me. Yeah, exactly. In a cu- very cute way. <laughs> in a really cute way. <laughs> Sixteen chicks teen. Yeah. On it's all about the chicks. On topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what drug did Doctor Francis Kelly prevent from being released to the U.S. public? Despite the fact that Christmas was, quote, the season for sedatives and hypnotics. <laughs> okay, I remember the drug, the litamide. Yes, but good job. That's crazy. Wait, was it widely used around Christmas? So... It hadn't been allowed via the FDA in the U.S. yet. Right. But apparently they the pharmaceutical company was really upset that Francis Kelly was holding up production and like approval by the FDA because they thought that thing that this drug would be apparently Christmas is the season for sedatives and hypnotics. That's crazy. I don't know. You're at home. <laughs> You're depressed. It's oh cold. You're with your family. I don't know. Got it. Yeah, so they were very upset. That's you gotta really get funny. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea Christmas was the time for sedatives and hypnotics. Apparently. Yeah. All right. All right. Your turn. Um, 17. Ah, I keep getting these things that all once rhyme you, with each other. Let's, well, once you get to teens, it's kind of true, true. hard. Let's see. <laughs> They all wrapped around with teen, I guess. Seventeen brethren teen. <laughs> As brethren. it is always. Because remember, I did brethren for seven, so, you know, as good as ever. These are the you younger know. brethren. Okay. Zelia Natal, or Natal, yes. we never, we will never know. Yes. Was a famous Mexican-American archaeologist. Yes. And do you remember any of the items <laughs> There were a lot, so I was like, yeah, I won't. Okay, but do you remember anything she excavated, discovered, or, like, restored? Did she find some type of pirate island? Yeah, kind of. Is any of those words correct? The island is, uh-huh. I don't think there was pirates. That's fair. It was called like the Island of Sacrifice. Yes. Where, yeah, where like, I think the Aztecs would sacrifice people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she found a bunch of dead bot, like bones and oh, stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. 
Okay. And remember, it took, I had to read through my notes about this, but it was like those two guys tried to steal it from her, mm-hmm. this discovery. And then she wrote, she like quit the archaeology society and wrote a long letter about how those guys are horrible. And then those guys were fired and it was all great then. Nice. Archaeology <laughs> was, was such yeah. a crazy, I mean, it might be still. But I feel like yeah. the bone wars and all of that stuff, it was a crazy time right. to be searching mm-hmm. for fossils. And then some other things she found were a bunch of terracotta heads, or she like helped excavate them. That was one of the first things she she ever did was help excavate a bunch of these terracotta like figurines. Uh-huh. And then she also discovered these codices in Europe, do you kind of remember that? She had a really long life. Yeah. Did a lot of weird things. Yeah. Um, I didn't remember those because just because codex was kind of a new term to me then. Mm-hmm. But And then I think she also over the years found a, some pottery and like new plants and stuff. But those were the three main sort of um, hallmarks of her career where the terracotta heads the island of sacrifice and the codices i love it there's so many yeah 18 yeah it's a great great teen so jane cook Wright was the mm-hmm. pioneer of something called the cinderella of cancer research what was it that she studied Well, she studied the purines, right? And, like, she studied how to keep cancer from destroying your cells. Yes. <laughs> but that does, that's stupid because it's like, duh. You know, <laughs> if I say that, that's kind of like obvious. That she studied cures for cancer. <laughs> <laughs> she did study cures for cancer. <laughs> I'm trying to remember more specifically. Was it leukemia or was it? Mm, it was leukemia, but I think it was also m- more general. Right. It's like a general, what we would think of now as a general cure for cancer. But yeah, she I was guess the, chemotherapy. Yes. Yeah. She came yeah, up with chemotherapy. Right. Well, she, she kind of pioneered the use of chemotherapy yeah. in hospitals. Right. Saving right. many, many lives. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I think I was trying to think too technically. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was, it's a very like but broad like, thing she oh, did. I kind of, it's one of those things where I remember talking about it, mm-hmm. but I can't remember all the details, which is so sad. I mean, I can barely remember. I know my life. It's hard to remember yeah. other people's lives. I can barely remember my life. This is true. Yeah, this is true. Life is tough. We're doing we're doing the best and we can. Memory is fleeting. <laughs> Memory and beauty and youth are all fleeting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, 19 is fine, teen. Which lady is known as the first female geologist in the United States? Um, Florence Bascom? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. With her great and coat. She was the second to receive a PhD in geology, second woman to receive a PhD in geology mm-hmm. in the US, but 
She was the first American woman appointed to work at the USGS. And uh, she studied mineralogy and petrography. Nice. I, I still cannot say petrography. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be said. I'll never say it again. <laughs> 20 bendy. Bendy 20. Why not like 20 it is works? plenty or something? <laughs> okay. 20 is plenty. We should we be, just stop we should there. be done with no, this. Okay. So, who was the first Native Hawaiian woman to receive a PhD in science, and what did she study? Okay, this was Isabella Abbott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ding, and ding, ding, ding. she studied seaweed. Yeah. Do you know what, what seaweed's called in Hawaiian? No. It's called limu. Limu. L-I-M-U. That's right. Yeah, I remember that now. That's awesome. She was really cool, too. Yeah, she was great. I mean, she, she studied, like, the economical importance of seaweed, mm-hmm. the many uses of it, mm-hmm. and then also she was an ethno- botanist so she studied the historical and cultural significance of seaweed to you know hawaiian people yeah that's really she was cool. awesome okay 21 having fun i think you'll know this one so okay. yaimei ken was a famous chinese american doctor who changed medicine and medical medical education in both the u.s and china and she is also credited with introducing what food item to the United States? Soybeans, soybeans, soy boys. Yeah, but uh, even she, more specific than that. She introduced tofu? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Tofu. Tofu. <laughs> I don't know. There was tofu, and now there's toy many. To- All right. 22, gonna spew Ugh. this information oh, God. out nice. at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Margaret Oakley Dayhoff mm. pioneered the use of computers to compare sequence data and is considered both the mother and father of what branch of science? Bioinformatics. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good job. Excellent. Yeah, she's awesome. Uh, number 23. Hee, hee, hee. It's creepy. Sorry. I don't know. I thought it was supposed to be, like, joyous because of the holidays, but... It was definitely it not a joy. That was not really a joyous laugh. sounded very creepy, like a witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, which mechanical engineer had a device named after her, albeit the name of the device was very sexist. Oh, boy. Um, was it... There aren't a lot of names left Gertrude on Bell Ellion? Nope. It was... Uh, an orifice. It was like they called it a blank. Oh, oh, yeah. It, Beatrice Schilling, and it was Beatrice's like orifice or some yeah. creepy ass name. So it was called 
stupidly Miss Schilling's orifice. Yeah. <laughs> which is disgusting. Yeah, it's even worse. It's incredibly disgusting. <laughs> um, and she had invented the small disc-like device to keep fighter engines from flooding during nosedives. So, yes, like a crucial life-saving device named that horrible name, <laughs> uh, or called it the like all the guys called it that. You know? All the guys. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Uh, last one. Yeah. Number twenty-four. I want some more. I know. Last one. Give us more. All right. So Yvonne Barr and Anthony Epstein were the first to show what? That um, viruses could be, could cause cancer or like can be transmitted and cause cancer. In what organism? Humans. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was the virus that they looked at specifically? Oh, it's called the Epstein Barr virus. That one's easy to Good. remember. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. We did it. I know. Good job, everybody. I'm so <laughs> Assuming proud. you're I mean, playing along out there. Yeah, I'm sure you did very well, mm-hmm. audience. Yes. Tell us uh if you've been keeping track, tell us your score. And mm-hmm. otherwise, uh, don't I guess? But <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I like. I'm pretty proud of us. I like looking yeah. through the list and just seeing like how many people I didn't know about two years ago or last year that I now know about it's, or kind of remember about. Mm-hmm. It's really crazy. I mean, even like going back through, I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I forgot about that crazy thing she did or like. Mm-hmm. That's pretty amazing, you know. So I love yeah, this episode because it's, it's fun to look back and just think of like, yeah, all these amazing women we've talked about and their discoveries and their lives. Yeah, it covers the whole gamut of science too. Oh like, yeah, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's that's all we have for this week. We're just. Mm-hmm. Have a good holiday. Everybody take a break. I'm sure lots of people are traveling. This is a great episode. <laughs> Travel episode. Play it for the whole fam. The whole fam. Everybody <laughs> could be like, I don't know. I say uh, this at the end. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, you should uh, make your, your dad listen to this. Make your sexist uncle listen to this <laughs> and play this game. Yeah. <laughs> And when he's just like, I don't care, (laughs) you should be like, well, you suck. (laughs) You should. Yeah. Thanks, everybody, for their support. Remember, if you are interested in getting any of these stickers, you can go to our website, stemfatalpodcast.com. Yeah. uh, And you can see the merch uh, if you want to order any stickers for the holiday. And just thanks for listening and spreading the word about the podcast and all these awesome women. We really enjoy making the podcast and I'm happy that you listen to it. Yeah, we're so happy. That's (laughs) such a weird thing to say. We're so happy. (laughs) Uh, No fault. Thanks to Caitlin Friesen, as always, for her awesome, awesome art and Artichoke for our awesome theme music. And as always, you guys can go 
Stimulate Stimulate yourself. Bye. Welcome.